Today's episode is brought to you by BoxBox. For a small fee, BoxBox delivers to your door monthly a customized collection of the finest quality artisanal cardboard boxes, handpicked by your own personal BoxBert. Visit BoxBox.com today to get started and enter promo code Pod to get the first month free. Think outside the box. BoxBox. Alright, let's turn it up. All right, welcome to Skinnerd Reconsidered, the only podcast where I review every Leonard Skinnerd song. I'm your host and simple man. We're going to go episode by episode in chronological order. That's five albums, 41 songs, so 41 episodes. We'll do one song per episode. Skinner to Reconsider, that's, it's better in print. It is more clever when you can read it because I put Y's in there where it says Reconsidered, so check that out. This podcast is very personal to me because this band is personal to me. And here's the deal. If you love Leonard Skinner, you're going to love this podcast if you hate Leonard Skinner, you're going to love this podcast. And if you're somewhere in between, you're going to love it too. And here's why. I am all those things and more. I love Skinner. I hate Skinner. And I'm kind of on the fence. This is why I've decided, after all these years, I'm almost 40 years old, to reconsider the Skinner catalog. I loved Skinner when I was a child. It was a very important band to my childhood because my dad loved Skinner so very much. We're going to get into some of that, those personal details later on, I'm sure. But I will tell you this today. The very first concert I attended was Leonard Skinner. The second concert I attended was Leonard Skinner. And the third concert I attended was Leonard Skinner. So at the time, when I was a child, I loved Skinner so very much. I enjoyed them with my dad. I grew up hearing all the hits with him. Enjoyed going to those three concerts, uh, three years in a row at this great outdoor amphitheater in Nashville, Tennessee. But as I got a little older, I became a teenager, and maybe I didn't think my dad was as cool as I did before, just because that's what happens when you are a teenager. And also learn more about their fans, and let's just get into this right now. A lot of their fans, I'm sure some of them are great, but a lot of them are, are racist, are rednecks. Are, are some, they represent some things that I don't agree with. And again, that is not a blanket statement, but there is definitely that that faction of the Skinner fans. And so all of that combined turned me off. I got into some music that I thought was a lot cooler than Leonard Skinner. And it wasn't until recently that I started thinking about this band again. I don't listen to Leonard Skinner very often. I do have a few songs that I love that I listen to, I go back to pretty frequently. Other than that, haven't listened to them in quite a while. And probably at least a, th- a third of their catalog I've never heard. And by the way, when I talk about their catalog, I am talking about the albums recorded before the plane crash. Everything that happened after that is not Leonard Skinner. Maybe at the very end we might touch on it just to make fun of that new version of the band that I feel has quite possibly tainted the legacy in a lot of ways. But this is about the real Leonard Skinner. Where do they belong? Do they belong in the pantheon of great rock and roll bands along with Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones. That might be a little too far, but uh, should they be somewhere up there? Or 
are they a joke like they are to some people? I told one of my dearest friends in the world, I won't say his name, I told him about this idea for the podcast, and he laughed, and he responded, are you going to do a podcast about 38 Special next? And I won't tell you what his name is, but I said to him, Carl, that's ridiculous. Of course I'm not. There's a huge difference between Leonard Skidder and 38 Special, to me at least, in my heart, but I don't think there is to most people. And so let's take a look back at the catalog. We're going to find out where they belong, or at least what's important here is what are they to me? And I'm sure everyone's dying to know, so you're going to listen along. And also, of course, you're going to check in with me and give your opinion. This is going to be a lot of fun. And there's a lot in this band for me, like I said. Maybe we'll get into father-son relationships. Maybe we'll get into what it means to be from the South. Um, but maybe we'll just make jokes about mediocre lyrics and guitar riffs. So I don't know where this is going to go. We're all on this journey together. But I hope that we'll learn something along the way and maybe listen to some great rock music. We're going in chronological order here, which means the very first song, the song for the day, is called I Ain't the One. It's the first song off the first album, which is Pronounce Leonard Skinnerd. I think that was very helpful of them to title their first album with a pronunciation guide because they spelled their name in an odd way. There's a lot of Y's in there. So they gave us a pronunciation guide from the start to avoid any confusion before things really got heated up. This album was released in 1973. That is 45 years ago, people, which is pretty crazy. The song was written by Ronnie Van Zant and Gary Rossington. Ronnie, of course, being the legendary singer who died in the plane crash so tragically. Gary Rossington, he played the guitar and, and helped Ronnie write a lot of the, the hit songs. This song is one that I know. I will tell you that right now. It's one that I enjoy. I haven't listened to a lot lately, so I'm excited to listen to it again. And here's the thing, even the songs that I know, the songs that you know, we're going to go into this with open ears, open eyes, open hearts. And put everything that you think or know about Skinner to the side, and we're just going to listen to the music and decide where this band deserves to be placed in the history of rock and roll. Now, I say that, of course, we are naturally going to have to delve into some of the other pieces of the story. Yes, they did record a lot of shows with the Confederate flag hanging in the back. I personally don't care for that. Yes, one of their most popular songs could be interpreted to support Governor George Wallace, who was a segregationist and a pretty bad human being. But there's another interpretation of that as well. And, but that's another album, folks. That's Sweet Home Alabama, one of their most complex songs. I will get into that later and break it down for you guys as only I can do. But yeah, there's a lot to this band, so we're going to really dive in. But enough of my jibber-jabber. Uh, let's get to the rock music. That's why we're all here. The drum part in this song, as I recall, is pretty great. I think you're going to enjoy that. I used to really enjoy this song. I can't wait to hear it right now. So, free birds, just sit back and enjoy a great song by Leonard Skinnerd, interrupted by me talking. This is I Ain't the One. One, two, three. See, I told you about those drums. Pretty great. Guitar riff works. Oh, and I love the whistle. There should be more whistles in rock music. 
He whistled that band in like you might whistle a dog. Alright, let me stop right there if you didn't catch it. Ronnie Van Zandt is saying he's not the one. He is not the father of this child. This is the, maybe the Billie Jean of Southern Rock. Um, she's saying that uh, she's overdue. Overdue! I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to have to edit that out because it was embarrassing. Um, but he's saying he's not the, the father. Uh, this lady is claiming he is, and I'm sure she's a great lady, but according to him... He's got nothing to do with this situation. He ain't the one. All right, take it away, Ronnie. Like the keys in the back? Oh, no. This man will not be hurt. Talking drive, woman. How great is that? Da 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 da. Answer: Very great. You ready, Boots? Get to walking. A lot of great bass in this song, too. Alright, they're playing the guitar. We get it. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Now he's, just, he's singing the first verse again, or the second verse. I don't even know anymore. What do you think? I think that's a pretty great song. It is a pretty rocking tune. Great drum intro. Cool bass lines throughout. Uh, the lyrics. I don't know about that part where he said uh, he'd never pulled a gun on his lady. That seems like a tacky thing to brag about. Other than that, it all worked for me. The ending was a bit much. I think they maybe stretched it out a little too long. That's kind of the ending that you play at the end of a long, long concert. But of course, we all know that would be Freebird at the end of the concert, so um, let's not get that twisted. But other than those two minor complaints, 
the first song, My Leonard Skinner, I Ain't the One, is a winner for me. I loved it when I was a kid. I love it right now. What we're going to do here is I'm going to rate every Leonard Skinner song on a scale of one to five Skinners. But before we get into that, our sponsor today is BoxBox. Without boxes, our lives would slowly devolve into chaos. Boxes keep the world around you contained. But if you're like me, when you need a box, you can never find one. Or maybe you find one, but it's not the right size. Enter BoxBox. For only $14.99 a month, BoxBox delivers to your door a box full of boxes of various sizes, hand-picked by our highly trained boxperts. Don't like a box we select? Simply box it up and ship it back for a full refund. No questions asked. And as our boxperts learn more about your box preferences, you will never again be without the perfect box. All BoxBox boxes are handcrafted and made from locally sourced trees. Plus, with BoxBox, you are never boxed in. Cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Go to BoxBox.com today to join. And this month only, our listeners receive the first month free by entering promo code BoxSkinnerPod. Remember, think outside the box. BoxBox. We're very excited to have some sponsors joining us. We're, we're a young podcast, so we may not have the biggest companies yet, but uh, BoxBox sounds pretty cool. I haven't heard of that before, but I think everybody should check it out. So back to the music, though. I ain't the one. I want everyone to know that I am going to be hard when it comes to writing these songs. I'm not going to just hand out five Skinners every time I like something I hear. In fact, there might not be a single song that ever earns a fifth Skinnerd. But for this one, it was one of my favorites back then. I really liked it right now, so I'm going to go pretty high. I'm going to give I Ain't the One 4.6 Skinnards. That was a good one. A a segment we're going to try out here, I think is going to be fun, is taking a gander over to songmeanings.com. This is a website that you may or may not be aware of where the lyrics of a song are posted and then Everybody in the world is allowed to read and to comment on those lyrics and give their thoughts. I checked out songmeanings.com for I Ain't The One and found a a couple pretty good comments. These people are interpreting the song and giving their thoughts on what it actually means. This individual said, quote, I take this one as a girl who thinks she has a hold on Ronnie, trying to put a hook into me. He daddy is rich, but he ain't the one. It's time for him to be moving on. Boots walk on! Exclamation point. Like many others, ellipsis, a classic love em and leave em Skinnerd song, three exclamation points. That comment was from Frankie Two Steps on April 23rd, 2009. I think he did a pretty good job of interpreting that song by simply restating a few of the lyrics. So thanks, Frankie. We're going to have a lot of fun on this show. We're going to bring on some guests, uh, some dear friends of mine, some famous celebrities, probably, and get their take on Skinner. I want to know what what people think. Am I wrong in thinking that a lot of people underestimate this band or consider them a joke? Or are those people dead on? That's that's what we're going to figure out. But we're going to talk to some other people so it's not just me and, and just my opinion. Although the ultimate determination will be mine because this is my podcast. One other segment before we check out today. We're going to try to make these brief. You get in, you get out, you hear a good song, everybody's happy, you go about your day. I'm not trying to waste all your time, people. But Skinner Trivia. Let's do a little Skinner Trivia. And for the record, 
I spell trivia T-R-Y-V-Y-A. So that makes it funny. Here's an interesting trivia tidbit. The boys in Skinner, back in the day before they were famous, when they were just starting out in the swamps of Florida, they practiced 12 hours a day in a tiny one-room cabin in the swamps of Florida that was coined the Hell House because there was no air conditioning. It gets hot in Florida when you don't have air conditioning, especially. And these guys were committed. This is an interesting fact to me about the band because... I always assumed the whole reason you join a band is so you don't have to wake up early in the morning. But these guys would get to the cabin, the hell house, at 8 o'clock in the morning and practice for about 12 hours a day. They would write songs, they would improvise, they would jam, as you might call it. And that's really how they wrote this entire first album that we listened to the first song of today. And interestingly enough, their producer of the first album, pronounced Leonard Skinner, Al Cooper, who's a very famous, legendary musician-producer in his own right, he said that when they played the songs in the studio, even a song like Freebird with the four or five-minute solo jam at the end, they would play it the exact same way every time, which he loved as a producer made his job easy because they had improvised and played these songs over and over and over again in the sweltering heat of the northern Florida swamps, and they were ready to go. They knew how they wanted it, and they could put that down put that down what am i saying um you get it they recorded the songs just as they perfected them in the hell house i think it's pretty cool that a group of young self-proclaimed rednecks would work that hard on their craft and you know what it shows they could play well they were a good band i think i think we're starting to see maybe where i'm leaning already even maybe just excited about this first song but i do feel pretty good about skinner at the moment There are some songs in my mind that I know we're going to get to that I'm not so crazy about, so I may come down later, but so far, so good. So, folks, thanks for listening. I've got to tell you, if this doesn't sound amazing, I am having some issues with my producer. I hired this guy. He said he'd be great. All he has is a cheap mic, barely any equipment. He really doesn't know how to edit at all, so this might sound like crap for a little while, uh, but I think it'll get better. We're just getting our feet wet. And maybe he'll learn, maybe he'll improve. If not, I'll just fire him. But eventually, it's going to sound better. We're going to really nail this. We're going to have fun together. You guys can reach out to me, Freebirds, at SkinnerDReconsidered at gmail.com. I'm not even going to try to spell that for you because I can't ever remember how to spell it. But just look at wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast. And the way it's spelled there, that's the way it's spelled for the email address. That makes sense. So it's Skinnered Reconsidered, the title of the show, at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know what you think about I Ain't The One. Let me know what you think about Skinnered, and maybe we'll do some uh, viewer or listener mail feedback um, in some later episodes. So couldn't be any more excited to be on this journey. There will be some other social media later, but again, my completely worthless goof of a human being producer Hasn't gotten around to that yet, but once it's up, I'll let you know where you can check us out on on your Facebooks or your Instagrams or whatever it is that you kids enjoy these days. Thanks for listening. This is your simple man, Clay Wombacher, signing out. We'll see you next time when we delve into one of my favorite Leonard Skinner ballads, if not the favorite of mine, Tuesday's Gone. 
So for now, I must be traveling on, but we'll see you next time, Freebirds.